to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian here in North Texas, and I am joined by two good, good old boys. They mean no harm. I don't, whatever the fucking, you know what the deal is. It's Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you? All right. He's going to play the Stone Cold <laughs> game. <laughs> he couldn't, he couldn't pull <laughs> off the fucking, let's fuck with Brian and see if we can get him to freak out that there's technical difficulties. <laughs> The old Willem and Frank trick. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Oh, oh, shit. Let me, let me move my mouth while no sound comes out to make Brian think like we've... Yeah, oh. I, we, yeah. I'm doing great. Good. Enjoying, enjoying the weather. Uh, got a lot of rain, so... You know what? I, I've been listening back to some of the casts, unlike some people I know, and uh, I've noticed a bit of a trend. Uh, we've really got to stop, though. Uh, we default to weather immediately, uh, right off the top of the cast. I mean, I I'm a big fan. No, of what good it weather. is, what so, it is, is your weather love of weather channel comes out, and we start on the eights as always. So Frank hits us with a local weather right at the top of the cast. Got to keep the listeners informed. Uh, I guess, uh, uh, yeah, a, a live report of weather ha- that happened when we recorded this could be days prior. Yeah. In any case. Um, a lot of good rain, which oh. means no sprinklers, which means green lawn, which is fantastic until it gets hot. So, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Um, currently enjoying myself a, a El Grito from mm-hmm. Four Corners. There we go. It's one of the better loggers out there. Quite a big fan of this one. Um, they also sell them in Tall Boys. Yeah, which, nineteen twos, which I got. I got a little tall boy to to bring out on y'all, and that is yeah. not. Mm-mm. I'm gonna retract that statement. I have a nineteen two that will surprise you later on in the cast, Frank. In any case, um, not to step on my El Grito bit, but wish you would. These are <laughs> fucking wish you really, would. <laughs> really reasonable priced loggers for what they are. Uh, I, I like them. Like with all the other craft beer prices going through the roof, grab yourself some Grito. You'll you you won't be disappointed. Made by Constella or owned by Constellation Brands, the <laughs> people who make Corona. That's but still fine. brewed here. It's still good beer. Still brewed here in Dallas, and uh, still one of my. I'm with you. It's one of my favorite loggers. Uh, Why are beer. craft beer prices going through the roof? Why are they? Me- Making up for last year. I blame Obama. (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's a lot of supply shortage, so they think they can charge more. Well, there's also a legit. If people buy it, they'll be able to. There's also a legit supply shortage of aluminum uh, in -hmm. the United States, and a lot of. Like, are we about to see a a huge ton of inflation? No, we'll have been speculating. No, so we we covered that on two casts ago. Yeah. Um, But no, this this what you're seeing right now is um, supply shock inflation. Uh, it'll it'll even out. Uh, it's there's until you see wage uh, increases, 
across the board, right? We're not talking like people going from seven bucks to 15 bucks an hour. We're talking like all of a sudden your $50,000 median salary for certain segments goes to like 80. You're not, you're not going to see the inflation that people think they're assuming is coming. They're just, it, it, just because you, you have a little extra cash because you've been saving up for a year right today doesn't mean that you're going to have that consistently throughout time which is what you need for inflation to happen at the scale that people are talking about listen if my lower middle class super conservative family has taught me anything it's gamble baby i'm gonna win the lottery next so. yeah it's it, 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 unless we see wage inflation mm. <laughs> In, inflation's not going to be rampant the way that people predicted. Villem and his subtle ass flex on uh, with his Minnesota twin shirt, and it's good. That was good. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, Twins Villem, ain't doing so hot at the moment. It sucks. I bet they're beating Texas right now. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Everybody else is. Villem, how are you doing this evening? Doing well, Brian. Twins, you know, they're just an org you're just proud to be a fan of as long as they. Don't do anything, uh, you know, sexual or anything like Jesus that. Jesus Christ, it took a turn. As is apparently <laughs> want to happen in those scenarios. But anyway. Oh, to uh, do the sports recap at the at the, at the next segment of the cast, uh, Rangers are currently up 3-1 against the Minnesota Twins in the sixth. So Cute. I retract my previous statement. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't you worry. The Twins have been struggling consistently for the first – third of the season pretty much uh drinking yes thank you uh the sierra nevada wonderland again you know i was looking for that beer the other day at total and i could not fucking find it anywhere and it pissed me off the crushable very easy to drink very good too what it's called wonderland 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 oh okay your body is a wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like label, right? the land where you wander out west. That makes sense. That's cool. Not all yeah. who wander are land, you know? It's yeah. nectarine ale. So how juicy is it? Like how, no, how much gone, nectarine? No, we've gone, we've gone through this literally three no, casts how, ago. How much nectarine flavor do you taste in that? That's all Quite I'm talking bit. about. Quite a bit. You would like it. Quite a bit? Okay. Yeah. But it's not like... It's like fresh fruit flavor. It doesn't yeah. like syrupy or fakey fruit. It's not like super sweet. It has a t- to it's where, not super sweet, honestly. No, it's not. And but like you can get like a nectarine flavor from it, you know, that like is, is different from just orange or something like peach. that. Got yeah. it. That's cool. Yeah, peach. Sorry, peach, not orange. <laughs> Brian, what are you drinking? I'm actually drinking Revolver Blood and Honey. Uh, Ooh. and I'm bringing this back to the cast Ooh. because, uh, Mrs. Brian bought a six pack of this and their citrus blonde, which I've had very good. Uh, but it's been a while since I've had blood and honey, uh, mainly because I went through a rough patch. Like I didn't have a, I, I couldn't drink more than a, a glass a night. Uh, just, it didn't taste good. It was hot. Like it was not, it was like really ethanol wasn't good. This, this shit is fucking fire now. One, they put it in a new package, which I'm a big fan of. A lot more white on there. They also went to full cans. The old cans were like orange and black, and it looked like it was designed by like middle-aged men, and uh, it was. Anyway, uh, this is much more approachable on the shelf, but also, fun fact, uh, even though it's owned by Molson Coors, uh, it's still brewed in Granbury, Texas, and the brewmaster is a female, 
one of the very few, if not the only female, in a Molson Coors brew house. Is uh, is have they always been Coors? They got bought uh, about three years ago, four years ago, uh, something like that. Um, uh, they were bought out majority majority shareholder three or four years ago, and then they've kind of slowly taken more and more. Uh, and uh, the people who owned who owned Revolver have stepped down and are now like they're just as marketing uh, members. So. Uh, I'm not going to say that was like the best move, honestly, because there for a while, Revolver was real touch and go. Uh, you didn't know what you were going to get when you opened one of their cans. Uh, but now, like, this is fucking legit. The flagship of the brand is back and one of my favorites right now. Nice. That used to be Troy's favorite beer at one point. It is really good. Um, I can agree with Troy that it's back. It's back, baby. Speaking of its back, baby, uh, Frank, thanks for joining us again. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, you know, we were talking about uh, lawns and everything, and I have a very embarrassing situation that I found myself in yesterday, admiring my own lawn. So I uh, walked outside, and I noticed, like, it, we've been getting plenty of rain, as Frank put out, I put, put it earlier. Um, my grass is, like, seeding now. Um, which I, I put down some Kentucky blue and Bermuda grass seeds in some areas where we're real high traffic because Kentucky blue grass will, will hold a lot better. It won't get trampled down. It's a little hardier. And when you mix it with Bermuda, it looks real nice. Well, walked outside yesterday, looking at the grass, seeing the nice seed heads pop up. It looks like shit right now if you look at it, but if you know what you're looking for, you're like, Oh, You'll have the same thought that I did, which was, oh, she thick. She looking nice, which I said out loud because I thought I was by myself. <laughs> and as I'm saying this and I'm like, oh, you coming in nice and thick. You're going to be a thick girl this year. And I get the keys out of my pocket and I look up and I make eye contact with my neighbor who is walking her dog. And <laughs> oh no, <laughs> she just gives me the biggest smile and a wave. I was like, "Good morning." I'm gonna get my car. I'm gonna go die. I'm gonna go curl up and die under the steering wheel of my car. <laughs> so, so it's funny, right? Like this time of the year, you see people as soon as that lawn starts growing, they whip out the lawnmower, and it's like the worst thing you can do because in Texas, the heat is so taxing on the lawn you need it to get thick you need it to grow in like and you want to cut it high you don't want to cut it too low like well it depends on uh, it depends uh, on the grass like if you're broadleaf saint aug like you have down there sure yeah you don't want to cut it low you don't want to do anything here if you have bermuda grass if that's if that's what you've got your grass trained to do it's actually better to cut it low and it's better to cut it often even in the heat it'll grow back quick however this is true we have bermuda as well and uh, cutting it low and often stimulates growth. I just cut it this past week, mm-hmm. past weekend, and it's rained a bunch this week. And it is like, we it, okay, my grass was like largely weeds and mm-hmm. with some spots of grass. Now the grass is like infiltrating areas yeah. and like really reclaiming. You're giving it a chance to grow against the weeds and like take. Yeah, hold take hold on, wait, wait, wait. Before you misinterpret what I was saying, what I'm saying is is wait. that. That first, that first growth, right? The one that we got back like, in February, because it was eighty. No, degrees. no, no. This is oh. this was like my, my first real growth that I had to cut. The 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 shit pre, prior to, I cut 
once of the past four months, right? So like for me, what I found with my lawn is if I let that grow a little bit and then cut it, and then I just cut it consistently at the same height, I get much better results. Mm -hmm. If I cut that first growth, like I don't let it seed like Brian's is doing right now, I don't get as thick of a lawn. Like I get bold patches. Well, yeah, um, your, your grass is completely different. Your grass doesn't seed. Your grass creeps. Well, I have a mix now, just by the way. I've got oh, like that's Bermuda good. in a section. No, because oh, you will soon have, doesn't... You'll soon have no St. Augustine. <laughs> that's okay, because St. Augustine does not like the heat. It really struggles in the sun. So mm. in any case... Like in Florida. Oh, yeah. No, no. In my in my front yard, where I get like this solar reflection off yeah. of my windows, oh. it just dies. The oh, yeah. Bermuda takes over and does fine. Yeah, I was gonna say, just be careful because your Bermuda will die too. Because I have that off my uh, like pane glass bathroom window, and uh, in the summertime there is a full on rectangle where the sun just burns as it moves through as the it sky. Goes across. <laughs> and you just look at it like, well, fuck. I you know what, the eye of Sauron yeah. or whatever going yeah. across your lawn. Just literally like I, I remember that is hilarious. Our, our, that, the, our neighbor when he first moved in, it was right around, it was right after Fourth of July. So it was at the end of the toward the end of the summer. And we were out talking. Our trash cans are right across from each other, and it's right uh, next little, to this little trash talk. Trash little talk, trash you know talk. how that goes. Uh, and he was like, well, yeah. "Some people have water cooler talk. Other people talk across trash cans. Trash, uh, fe- uh, uh, yeah, refuse talk. Anyway, so he was talking. He was like, "Oh, your yard looks really nice." I was like, "Thanks." And about that time, we both made eye contact with the burned patch in between our houses, and I was like. Except for that little guy, don't worry about that little guy. <laughs> Brian, you should. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. Lay down some shapes or letters or something <laughs> and have it scan across it. <laughs> and you should really fuck with it. Honestly, I would. That'd Just be so set fun. up a GoPro to take a time lapse of the shit yeah. moving across, the light moving across. It's it's bad. It really is. I got to figure out. Yeah, something there's to do with it. there's like legit nothing you can do for it either. Yeah. Like there there's this solar sheeting you can buy for like a thousand bucks a square foot or some bullshit price that you can then put on those windows that you know are just eventually will bubble yeah um there's not much you can do you can grow a tree in front of it which is what i'm doing so this I year actually can't because year, that is the french drain that keeps my backyard from flooding no I, i'm <laughs> talking about on my on my yard yeah. what i'm doing to prevent it is growing a tree that gets bigger every year, so my spot gets smaller every year. That's one way of doing it. But, um, I was thinking of doing the Wrigley creeping vine just over the side of my house. Out of nowhere, just cover the whole side of the house in vine, including the window. You know, maybe maybe, maybe do do an outside curtain and then give people a reason to ask you, why do you have a curtain? I'll do it real classy. I'll do a shower curtain rod, like a tension, one of those tension perfect. rods between it. Just full okay, on perfect. Oklahoma white well, trash. Since we're on lawn... Stuff. I got a new weed eater today. Ooh, oh shit. shit! Hold on. Uh, started playing the intro song real quick, and I had to stop that because that didn't fit. We fixed it though. Fix it. No, no. Which, <laughs> which, uh, which, which brand you go with? I got a, this Ryobi uh, four stroke. I, I got Ooh. first of all controversial as hell, but I got a gas. Yeah, no battery powered. No battery powered. Do you, wait, do you have a gas powered? lawnmower as well no funny enough I, <laughs> my mother-in-law gave me her she got a brand new cobalt like oh. dope ass lawnmower uh, electric 
electric. Yeah, I think so Shan. I think my neighbor just bought the exact same one because I was kind of I was like peeking through the blinds and I was watching him mow. Uh, like, it's so bad. Want to so name bad. drop your neighbor again, real quick? Yeah, he listens to the cast. What up, Shannon? Anyway, <laughs> uh, very jealous of that lawnmower. It's super nice. Uh, anyway, she had this old Black and Decker that has served her for like over a decade, and uh, I want to say right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and it's still pretty good. It probably needs, I'm pretty sure it needs a new battery, but replacement battery is like 30 bucks on it. Oh, shit. So wait, wait, wait. Is this, is this a, a battery powered or a corded? No, battery powered. Black and Decker. Yeah. Like it kind of had its time a little bit. And it's nice. Like it's great. I used it to cut. It slows down in areas, especially if it gets bogged down now, and I think that's why I say I you think some it just that, needs to be mm-hmm. You got some of that thick boy grass? Well, yeah, the clover. I have clover. <laughs> my, my fucking thing is thick weeds. Still, uh, hey, it's a work in progress. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, always, cool. a, it's always a work in progress. Uh, I, uh, I I'll send you a good spray, an organic spray for, for clover. It works my well. Oh no no! Her brother-in-law is treating our lawn with the work oh. all season. So uh, I guess you can't. I, I will show you guys some pictures of the update. I yeah. guess you won't need our newest sponsor, Get Sunday, and you can use NBLB code NBLB twenty at checkout for nothing at all. Is yeah. this real? Okay. Oh, fuck no. We don't have fucking well, sponsors. I will plug a real company, Arthur's Turf Management in Owasso. If you want, there you go. Uh, proper lawn care. Seth knew we'll check it out. Seriously. Do do you NBLB think you will get nothing? You'll get nothing. You, well, you can just say that you know Villem, and, and you'll chat about him. that. He'll, he, just, he'll say who, and then he keeps like, spraying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. That's uh, a, that's a, do you, you think he'll travel? What do you think his travel expense to North Texas would be to treat the yard? <laughs> kind of hook up? Do you think <laughs> you can <laughs> set me up with? Down there or not? Is he is he bringing the whole tank of chemicals? Or no, obviously, I, I would hope so. I mean, I, hey, <laughs> listen, don't make the trip if you're not going to do it all. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, seven hour one way trip. Here you go. Come on, per pound per mile sort of price when you can do it that way. What what does Michael Scott say when he sponsors Oscar's niece or nephew? Like money is no object. <laughs> Yeah, twenty five dollars a mile though. That's very generous, Michael. We mean per mile. He's like brushes it off completely at first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pam, really? That's pathetic. Fifty cents, <laughs> ten dollars a mile or something. Yeah, like how many miles? Back up, back up. Oh, sorry for the uh, whole team. So, okay, so my right now ideal combo. What I'm trying: electric mower gas um uh trimmer and you gotta stick with me why because this thing has interchangeable attachments like a hundred dollar cultivator attachment Mm -hmm. which just fucking stick that mug in and now i can till up a bed you know or i can slip out you know the pole saw attachment and now i can trim up all the Mm -hmm. limbs and whatever Etc. You know, <laughs> so and that was two hundred bucks. That was two hundred bucks. Four stroke. That's engine, cool. That's great. CC. Uh, I don't even have to fuck with the oil gas ratio because it's four stroke. So I, that's uh, that was why I got that. I mean, I, I four stroke uh, trimmers are the shit. They are fucking way overpowered for every job that you'll walk into, which is great. 
Because you're never going to be like, oh, I've, I've fucking, I'm spinning up a lot here. No, 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 no. It's just going to go. Yards, I have, dude, I have to reclaim areas of my yard sometimes from the weeds and all that. So this is just Well, like, because we're in a rent house. Yeah. So yeah. it's like no one has lived here and properly done the lawn and in like, like a long it, time. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're kind of reclaiming it from nature, although that privacy fence in the back is great. Yeah, but the it's lawn wants it. It's a privacy fence in that it's covered in vines. <laughs> there the you lawn go. wants to be back, though. I gotta say, the lawn yeah. wants it. I went, Katie. Did you do you find Willem laying down out in the backyard with his ear to the grass, just trying to listen? <laughs> no, but listen I do him. find him just standing at the front of the lawn and like looking out, <laughs> admiring, <laughs> admiring all his hard work. Our Look at that. Friends, so we saw our friends for the first time in a very long time last weekend and everyone was so giddy about it. And we drank coffee at 10 o'clock that uh, they didn't leave until like two thirty. And I was like trying to shut down the house and go to bed because I usually go to bed at 10. <laughs> and um, I was like, where's Willem? And I walk out and he's standing in the lawn looking at it at two thirty in the morning. Admiring. And I'm like, I'm like, it is time to go to bed. This is when I had spent, what, a good, I know, an hour and a half clearing out a bunch of... He got a new pair of loppers. Got the Fiskers with the long handles. Oh, yeah, <laughs> These are insane. I'm Two-inch diameter branches. Like, they were butter. What I mean, that, he seriously. He wasn't even wearing his work gloves. Yeah. Oh, oh. so the, the, the output was... Input? Nil. Output? Huge. That's good. Yeah. That's that's leverage at work, my friend. A toddler could cut down a a tree with these. (laughs) Frighteningly quickly. (laughs) (laughs) A toddler could lop off several adult digits, you know? Without even (laughs) even breaking a toddler sweat. (laughs) It's fucking amazing. Uh, Mm -hmm. I, 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 I love lawn equipment. I really do. It's fucking... It's... It takes up too much room. Oh, dude! Have you seen? Have you seen my the way I have my my shit organized outside? You got shit hanging up no, right above dude, things. Dude, dude, no, no, dude, no! Space. You're never gonna convince me. You will never convince me that a lawn is worth it. If I could, my entire yard would be like permeable, some type of surface that's not fucking grass. Have you thought about like turfing it, like doing artificial turf on your yard? Yeah. Brian, what? Uh, I would have to pick up the dog shit. Oh, well, yeah. That's just well, I mean, okay, then you should take care of your lawn that much more. Otherwise, your dogs are going to shit, grass is going to die, and Mrs. Frank oh, is no, going to no, see no. the shit Believe and be like, Frank, me. My, go out my there dog and pick shit. up the shit. My dog shit plenty. My lawn looks great. Uh, not a problem. I just... Hold I would up. rather Ruka, hold not on. have no. to water my I got, lawn. I got to call bullshit on this, Frank. You can't just say, I don't care about my lawn. If I had it my way, it would just go blah, blah, blah. You almost broke a fucking rib trying to aerate your lawn. Something that like yeah. three people on this planet have ever fucking done no. to their personal lawn. Hold on, wait lawn. one second. Okay, there, there's a reason for that. So It's for dog our, shit? My, it's not for dog no, shit no, no, purposes. No, no, no. Okay, hold, hold on. Okay, so most people have a front yard that they have to maintain. Then a lot of people have a backyard. That they're like, fuck it, it's the backyard. Um, I have an open fenced backyard, so everybody can see my fucking backyard. Now, when I go to other people's backyards, I'm like, yeah, this looks like a backyard. I, my, my front and backyard have to look fairly good 
Otherwise, it looks like shit around my house. So, yes, I did aerate my backyard. It was super compact. My St. Augustine grass was dying because it couldn't vine across the yard. Um, and it did help. It actually helped significantly. Uh, backyard looks great. But ha- had, had I done it all over again and designed my own house, 90% of this shit would be planter beds, rocks, very minimal grass, like very minimal. I, gra- maintaining grass is a fucking nightmare. There's no reason for it. It, it takes too many chemicals, too much fertilizer. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of grass. <laughs> but you work with what you got. And yeah, like- no. Yeah, th- which is why I'm saying, like, I've got my lawn shit. It takes too much space. Like, inevitably, you buy the fertilizer, right? So you've got two bags of it. You use a bag and a half. Now you got a half a bag. You're not going to use it for six more months. That's a half bag of fertilizer. And you put down your weed treatment. Same shit. You put down your disease treatment. Same shit. So now you got like seven bags of lawn treatment just taking up a corner of your fucking garage. Okay. And okay, weed trimmer. Right. Need a bl- Need a blower because I got the front yard. No, you uh, don't. Right, so blower. You don't have to treat your lawn. Yeah, first of all. you don't. No, you do. You mm-hmm. absolutely. No, 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 no. If I did not treat my lawn, we don't get freezes down here. It would be covered in a literal backbreaking amount of weeds that I don't have time to pull. So if I want to keep any sort of a lawn or just let it go to nature, I do have to treat it. Villain, um, <clears throat> villain, I think we the found freeze the, that you guys get helps a shit ton. I think we found the true source of Frank's uh, a- a- like antipathy towards uh, lawns. Uh, he hates working on his, and that's really where it's coming from. It's not. It's no, not no, no, no. You don't hate grass. You're I not mad at me. You're mad at your grass. Okay. Just I don't it. mind the lawn work. Mm. I don't mind it. It actually is like a good escape. I don't mind it. I like gardening. I'm, I'm a fan of it. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. It's the. If 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 I could rather just treat garden beds instead of lawn, that would be much more my style. Like we should the amount of we should live closer, Frank, because I would take care of your lawn if you would take care of all the shit that I have dying on my back patio right now. You could just take yeah. care of that. You grow those up. Now the plant the plants I put on automated irrigation. Don't even touch them ninety percent of the time. They just grow. Um, have you I know I've got the plants down. I do not like the the lawn is. What takes up an entire half of my garage is like lawn shit. Have you thought about purchasing an automatic lawnmower? A Roomba for your lawn, if you will. <laughs> no, no, because I normally have a permanent soaker hose out there for the spot in my fucking yard that gets well, shit on by my front window pane. Okay, well, <laughs> take, take that up and just run your old Roomba of the lawn. Just, like I said, I don't mind mowing. It's not the mowing. No, it's and the amount take, of space it, all that takes, shit takes up. And it takes That's up a lot smaller me. footprint. You can even hang it up yeah. and let it charge. Uh, no, that thing will just hang outside. I would put that bitch right outside like a Lambo in my in my front yard. It's <laughs> my seven hundred dollar <laughs> Lamborghini. This motherfucker's got an automatic lawnmower. Yeah. Look at Mr. Moneybags over here. Frank just takes his lawn chair, drags it out in the middle of the yard, <laughs> and he's like, I'm watching it. Hey, listen. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. I take it. I, I put mine out. I put my feet up. My neighbor across the street has a riding mower, right? Crack a beer. Mow, watch this thing mow my yard, and I tip it on over to Corgi, and I go, can't drink and drive over there, can you? Okay, all you right. Know, okay, that'd be I good. see what you did. You opened up an art car IPA, didn't you, Frank? Uh, it's my favorite. Is it? This, love this beer. I really um, enjoy I, most St. Arnold beers, honestly. 
I just just literally bought this for the first time this week, and for the price, well, Boombox is pretty good too. For for the price, this and Boombox kind of are are the two real ale. Oh, the real ale IPA. I was gonna say Boombox. I know I've heard it somewhere. I just couldn't figure yeah. out where. Those are the two that I'd say that I've discovered here lately that I really enjoy. Um, yeah, this is a good beer. Guys, do you mind one. if I if I take you down a road real quick? Um, something I just read before we hopped on the cast. Is it is it gonna finish? Is it gonna finish lawn talk? Because I think we should be done with lawn. Yeah, lawn talk's over. Um, okay. <laughs> we All killed right. lawn. We killed it deader than the grass outside my bathroom window. I still window. love garden tools, and I still love talking about fucking ga- lawn and garden tools, and like fuck. The haters. Hey, right. you know what, villain? <laughs> villain, we should start a podcast. Uh, I got a, a new grass. Yeah, and I'm excited about that. Yes, let's start a podcast the, about that. The grass wait, is wait, always wait. greener the, on the not, other side not. of Frank Street. Boom. <laughs> do not, do not misinterpret. I enjoy using the gardening tools. I do. It's you have just a funny way the, of showing it, Frank. The money, the money that it costs to maintain a lawn here in Austin has put me on the other side of the lawn debate. I do like mowing. I do like trimming. Oh, like, all that weird. stuff is fun. Um, throw I, I, a fucking weed blanket down, throw some rock down, or a garden you, bed. Whatever. Imagine how hot your yard is if you... Want. If you really don't want the lawn, fuck it. No, hold on. You can't just do that. That's the thing. Like, the amount of money that rock costs is is, is very expensive. I've been trying to tell him how expensive screenings are. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Rock rocks are stupid expensive. I mean, it's it's not it's not a cheap endeavor. So I have to clean up my yard quite often. You know, whether it's fireworks, candies, or uh, shit that is dropped off in front of my house by uh, middle schoolers. This is the most recent thing that I've picked up. Anybody want to venture guess as to what that is? Anybody? It's silent. Y'all shit must have must have locked up. Anybody? Frank, you wanna you wanna take a guess as what that is? No, I'm not gonna stop presenting villain because that is a tampon that I found in my front yard. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing some middle schooler uh, had their purse ransacked and a tampon fell out, and yes, it landed in my front yard. Uh, the other thing I was going to show, Villain, this is how serious I am about uh, about, about Milan care. Uh, sorry, y'all are seeing like fucking personal photos and shit. Uh, this is Milan mower, and I decided, oh, I'm gonna sharpen this bitch up. Look at that. Look at that. Just nice and pristine. Please, someone talk because I feel like I am lost. I'm. I'm... Oh wait, you're not kidding. Why? Can you? Could you not hear? No, it was. Now it's back. Yeah, it was doing this crazy like. I I muted. I muted the entire cast. I. It was going nuts. Oh, was it making noise on y'all's end? 
Yeah, it was oh, it was shit. going like <laughs> like <laughs> the most ridiculous noise I've ever heard come out of my computer. I am very sorry. It did not make any of that shit on my end. I don't know what the fuck happened. I heard you say the word tampon. That was it. <laughs> no, I will not stop presenting the I heard that. <laughs> it's because it's because I'm like, no, uh... <laughs> no I, I saw it dead serious. I was like, oh wait. Y'all aren't saying anything. Maybe it's for a reason. Let's <laughs> I, I thought you were just saying stop presenting because I was showing a picture of me using my uh, uh, like I can't bend over uh, gripper picker upper thingies. Could y'all see the pictures that I was showing at least? No, no. you were presenting Fuck. us to us. Was yeah, a lot. It was very. <laughs> is very it doing? Virtual experience. Is it doing? Is it doing it again? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we're fine now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we could we couldn't I mean, it was literally impossible to even do anything. <laughs> so fucking sorry. I was like I thought he was having like technical difficulties. I was like, oh, okay, well well, well hopefully <laughs> hopefully we figure that out soon. No, I I took this off and I tried to find my mute button as quickly as I could. It was insane uh, how loud that was i'm i'm so sorry y'all <laughs> this is what i was trying to show you <laughs> oh that is a tampon yeah <laughs> yeah i thought that's what you were saying stop presenting about I was very uh, okay i see <laughs> man my ears are still ringing i'm Holy very sorry shit. y'all <laughs> <laughs> what was sorry. that? I presented the wrong tab. I presented this yeah. meat tab instead of the photos tab. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. It was like feedback, and I couldn't hear any, I couldn't hear any of it, so I had no idea what y'all are doing. <laughs> I think my ears are bleeding. Oh my god. Oh drama. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm very sorry about that. I was I was trying to just, uh, connect with the villain and be like, yeah, I care so much about my lawn. I fucking polished my mower blade like a badass. And then y'all are y'all's ears are bleeding. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I'm legit sharpening my mower blade though. It's good shit, man. Any anytime you get like uh, uh especially if you have a mulching mower blade, make sure all of the grass and all the existing shit is off of there and you'll get f- your your motor will uh bog down less. In your case, and you may actually have longer battery life um, because it's not trying to work as hard. Anyway, all that to say, uh, so go with me on this. Um, Y'all have heard the controversy surrounding the University of Texas, Austin, and the Eyes of Texas song, fight song, right? Okay. No. I'll I'll try to give you like a 30-second primer on it here. Primer, if you will. Um, So uh, about this time last year, or maybe... Uh, in the fall semester of last year, whatever, whenever it was, about a year ago, uh, they f- did some research and found out that the Eyes of Texas, the Texas fight song, was originally uh, like uh, done by a fraternity way back when, um, and they most likely did the version of the song in blackface because that was part of their minstrel show that they put Ooh. on every year. The minstrel song? Yes, and that's well, that's how the Eyes of Texas came to be. And then they basically canonized it, made it their fight song, put it in on a plaque in their student like center or whatever. Anyway, it's a whole thing, uh, and that people are current students are not happy with it. Uh, 
probably rightfully so. Um, uh, and they're protesting it. Uh, certain student employees are also protesting it. Uh, people who lead, who lead tours for incoming students on campus are like, hey, fuck it, not, not, leading, not leading tours. And until you, you know, st- stop promoting the song and take down plaques that promote the song and basically listen to the students who are saying, by you promoting the song, by you playing the song, by you making the bands play this song, you're basically saying your, your thoughts, your opinions, your life doesn't really matter to us because we know better and we want to keep tradition, tradition over culture, culture over people. Anyway, all that to say, there's a lot of shit going down at the University of Texas, Austin, to the point where they've actually uh, given band members who are on the UT marching band the option, if they don't want to play the Eyes of Texas, they can join an alternative band that does not have to play the Texas fight song. Which is just, that's dumb. That's dumb as fuck. Like, just change a fucking fight song. It's a fucking fight song. It, it's not. It's not going to change your day tomorrow if you change what is being asked of you to change. Uh, it's stupid, and um, it brings me to what I was telling Frank earlier. There's a reason I didn't get to uh, build a sound drop for Frank explains it all uh, segment of the podcast um, because I I took my time that I have before the podcast to create the University of Texas Austin's new fight song. You guys ready to hear the premiere here on No Beer Left Behind? Let's hear it. Okay. <clears throat> listen to the is whole... This a, wait, oh, you created it. This wasn't a loyal fan. This wasn't a loyal fan. I, hey, listen. This is serious production work going on here. Okay, I don't expect right. loyal fans to step up like this. Okay, so just listen. It's about 45 seconds long. Just hear me, okay. just hear me out. That's about as long as you can take. I mean, well, I was going to play it, but you talk. Band I was going to play, but you talk. Okay, here we go. 45 seconds. Okay. In the eyes of a longhorn, the unsuspecting stranger had better know the truth of wrong from right. Cause the eyes of a longhorn are upon you. Any wrong you do, he's gonna see. Texas look behind you Cause that's what Baylor's gonna be <laughs> What do you guys think? You think it's gonna work? Or? I think that's good uh, I think that's good I mean, cause you know, all the best fight songs Mention their rivals sometime Like we're, we're gonna beat the hell out of you Or you know, whatever fucking our Fuck OU uh, song that we did At mm-hmm. OSU, you remember that one? Well, I mean, what's more fitting when it says when you're in Texas, look behind you because that's where Baylor's going to be. Double entendre, guys. Because yeah. one, you're in first place. <laughs> they're behind you. But the the other side to that two-sided sword, we all know. Raper's going to rape. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to leave yeah, it at that. I'm just going to leave it at that. Over that real quick, didn't you? Yeah, yeah it, went, it went sideways. Uh, but, you know, I think what? if your fight song is sung by fucking Chuck Norris... There's no more badass of a fight song that you could have. None. No, it's true. I mean, the whole controversy over the eyes of Texas is so stupid. Like, to your point, people literally have that devotion. That's the thing between A&M and Texas and OU. Like, they have a stupid devotion to, like, antics. Who gives a shit? 
Invent a new song. Listen. Invent a better song, quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you saying about your... Okay. You have a music department? You got a great music department. <laughs> Fucking figure it out, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> write a new song. Like, what First are you guys off, doing? You left a bunch of racist fucking jack-offs, like, write your fight song for you in the first place. What 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 bar is there to fucking cross over to make a better song than that? Well, I'm not I'm not sure if they let them. I'm sure what happened is is a bunch of racists took initiative, and then people were like, "Oh, cool song, brah. And then they started singing it. And you then, could do the exact same thing, except you don't have to be racist. To start it. Like, yeah, just when the eyes of oh. Longhorn are upon <laughs> you. Perfect. It's just a ring. Minstrelsy was like a very integral part of American pop culture back. Yeah, especially in the white gang culture of fucking fraternities. <laughs> yeah, all of it. And it's very intertwined. So, I mean... Fucking nonsense. Yeah. Like, the other thing is, if you are fucking more attached to to, to a non-tangible, a fucking NFT, than you are <laughs> a fucking person and their feelings, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Frank, I used, I used your term. Are you happy? Did I use it right? NFT? song right you used it <laughs> kind of correctly nft stands for um, non-fucking tangible right i think that's what it should stand for i think we start that going let's uh, get somebody better on that campaigning than uh, me uh because clearly my fucking duality campaign just shit where it was didn't even try to take <laughs> off the ground it just pooped itself it, well, you know, okay, great song. Mm-hmm. Let's see what the music department comes up with. If they come up with nothing, we'll submit that one. What I, if they, I, I think we need okay, to submit it. You know what I've thought about? What if they uh, did, like, a song from that time that wasn't written by some racist fuck? Oh, you mean like, well, go Texas. And that's all it is. Oh, I guess the, yes. the research. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's they they do a Lucky Strike commercial halfway through. Why does why does it even have to say Texas in it? Like, they could they could play their fight. <laughs> what? That way you know where you are. Right. Oh. I mean, <laughs> they could they could essentially just sing. Don't go breaking my heart, and everybody would be like, "New fight song." It's not like, "Hey, that's what Texas does every year, anyways." Now I'm on. Now you're on to something there. Like we get a little fucking an ELO, little electric light orchestra, fucking doing the UT fight song. Down with that shit. I mean, yeah, it's there's no excuse to keep a stupid tradition alive if you offend half the world. Like, just stop it. Fucking make Rocket Man your. <laughs> I mean, they, they legitimately, this is the same university, the first public university, mind you, to offer free tuition to anyone making under 125 grand a year as a family, right? Like, you're progressive, just drop the fight song. <laughs> no, one wants, no one wants the fight song. <laughs> and they're it's that like, easy. Just doubling that easy. down, baring their like, teeth. It's that great like, of a song, though, you know, it's right? like... So Dude, good. You have one of <laughs> the play. It's almost as good as Boomer Sooner. Hey, I was gonna say it's it's one of the better fight songs that like oh, Texas has one of the better state songs that didn't come from a fucking Rodgers and Hammerstein musical. Okay, okay. okay. No, I mean because Oklahoma, fucking hands down, my favorite state song because everybody can sing along, and there are fucking lazy circles in the sky. You're fucking <laughs> laying way. down oh, as wait, the wait, peak wait, wait. One action second, one of that second, fucking one second, song. One second. 
You legitimately said earlier, whatever the we fuck the fuck we say after da da da. <laughs> when actually, what <laughs> what happens is, is at the end of the Oklahoma song, we say beat OU. That's what it is. God damn it. Yeah. Well, it's part of the trilogy. It's the fight song, Oklahoma, fucking the other one that we dude. It's oh, been yeah. over a we, decade. We, yeah. It's been over a decade since I've done any of that shit in in Stillwater. So, oh, fair enough. Pardon me, just sir. Fun. That was pretty funny. It was pardon, hilarious. Pardon <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, fucking Texas has literally like the stars at night are big and bright, and then everybody fucking claps. That's a fantastic song. Deep, Deep in, in the, the heart of Texas. Texas. Yes. Yeah. You have that at your disposal, and you're like, no, fuck that. We won't make people feel bad about themselves. Like, yep. <laughs> fuck you. Well, in, in true old. 70s Austin history where everybody was fucking racist. That does not surprise anybody. None. You know what does surprise um, me? How we've gone this long without getting into a Frank's deep dive. Ooh. And this would be for it? this we were be, this no because remember I did the Walker Texas Ranger University <laughs> Texas fight song instead of doing your drop. Sure. Ver- I'm very sorry. I'll do it's it true. next time. I promise. No, no, no worries. Hold on. Let's pause. Two let's, weeks without a drop. Hold on. Bit. You know what? You're right. You're right. I'll create one in post. Let's just give it a pause. Ready? Three, two, one. And this is where it would go. I'm still not going to do one, but it would go there. All right, Frank. It- <laughs> <laughs> so proud of myself. All right. So, so um, as is tradition with Frank's drops, for those just joining us here, Frank's deep dives. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- the whole the whole bit here is is uh, MBLB cast and crew <laughs> submit a topic <clears throat> night before the cast. I get 24 hours to research the topic, and then I get five minutes to explain it, okay? And last week was batteries, so if you want to learn a little bit about that, it was actually fascinating. Frank um, put on a goddamn... I'm not sure I got all of it. <clears throat> he put on a goddamn clinic on batteries last week. <laughs> <laughs> not sure I got it all right. I got I'm not a an bachelor- engineer, but it was... This- I got a bachelor's in the mail after that podcast, Frank. I don't know if you set that up or if the universe just sent that out, but I am now... I have a, a bachelor's of science in battery history. Minor in battery sciences. Um, yeah, it uh, that was fun. But this week was also very interesting, and it was on a topic that I would have never even thought to look at, um, which I think probably makes sense based on the topic. I don't think anybody's ever thought of this. But um, it's the history of the koozie, okay? And most people know the koozie as this thing you put around your beer, but I bet most people haven't thought about, you know, what and where does the koozie come from? So um, it's kind of funny. A, there are many names for koozies, but mainly in America, we call it a koozie or a beer koozie. Apparently in other places, they call it a beer jacket or a drink huggy. And in Australia, they call it a, a beer chub or something like that. Oh, um, it's, it's a really weird or, or it's, I think it's like a chubby or something. I didn't write it down. I just remember reading that the fact that um, australia is not the one that calls it a beer huggy is uh, i feel like that's such an australian <laughs> thing to say well it's it's controversial right like uh or controversial as it were um there's no actual origination point for the koozie no one knows where it came from interesting uh no one really knows who invented it first but a lot of people think it comes from the late 1800s where england used to put these knitted wool things around they still do but it was more prevalent back then around their teapots to keep the teapot kind of hot um 
and uh, that was called a cozy. So Makes they sense. think, you know, it adopted that terminology people, over time. Some people still say cozy instead of cozy. Like, I hear people still call it a cozy. We'll correct them. Yeah. Man. You correct them violently. And I, and, and I also just want to say the cozy, like, I didn't hear the term cozy until I got down below the Mason Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just never knew what to call it. Uh, like, I, I never heard anyone say koozie until maybe maybe it was because it was college. I don't know. Just, you know. Fair. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. So, sorry. Okay. So in Australia, they're called stubby holders, not chubby. <laughs> Idiot. Oh, wait. Um, hold on. Did you think they were called chubby holders? Is that what well, you said? Did I, I let I, that I go they by? They were called beer chubs but they're called okay. stubby old I, I feel like when you said beer chubs i just thought of parker and i was like well that makes sense that makes it. but chubby holders that's yeah. a new but they're not called that they're called beer, beer. No. okay stubbies stubbies stubby were, you, were you gonna say something villain oh no 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 i'm okay uh, st- whatever they call it sounds stupider <laughs> it does yeah St- <laughs> Fucking stub dummies, <laughs> so stupid stubby holders. But they, I, I do believe that they call beer Be- stubbies. Well, so they it's like of, yeah, like squatty, <laughs> more squatty uh, cans and bottles as well. Damn it! Yeah. So um, it's actually kind of funny, right? Like in the U.S., the um, the origination of printing shit on koozies actually came from. Or is believed to be originating from New Orleans um, and the bar scene down there. I believe it's pronounced Nolans. Thank you. Nolans, where they would print stuff on there and um, they ended up like tradition was to match your koozie with your outfit and shit. Like there was a big thing around it and then it kind of spread. The thing is, though, like I said, it's, it's not clear where the koozie comes from, right? So, um, it's believed to be a pretty new invention for beer and drinks specifically, but there's no actual proof of that. Um, <clears throat> there also um, are a couple of things where um, the name Koozie, uh, it's not clear where it originated from, but what is clear is that the first company that uh, filed for the, the trademark on the name Koozie is called the Radio Cap Corporation, which to me sounds like a lazy fucking name. Um, in any case, they they ended up trademarking the name Koozie in 1980, which, bitch move, I'm pretty sure it was widely used up until then, and they just beat everybody to it. Um, and the, uh, <clears throat> the next year, uh, a lady filed a patent for an insulated drink cozy uh, but instead of insulating the drink with foam as uh the radio cap corporation ended up doing uh, she actually insulated it with goose down which sounds like the fanciest fucking koozie in the history of the world Seems like someone who's over engineering a fucking koozie <laughs> absolutely so her patent was automatically unfathomable frank expensive, i have a, i have an idea not, not able to be produced hold i have a great idea to really insulate the coolness of my beer i'm gonna use pure hear me out lead okay it's gonna be real Ooh. handy it's gonna weigh yes it'll weigh about 15 pounds but also yes it'll give you cancer and it'll keep your drink 
chilled. Not cold, chilled. I took it so, away. so this lady's name was Bonnie McGo. It's M C G O U. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. It's M C G O U G H. McGough, maybe. McGough. McGo. Um. Uh. So Magoo. her name was Magoo. She was blind. She thought she was using chicken feathers. That's why her name is Mick 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 Magoo. I would I would think McGough. I think it's McGough. I think it's McGough. So she uh, oh, she produced this over-engineered koozie, which didn't take off. Um, and RCC produced initially a, a, a rigid cylindrical foam holder mm-hmm. that they then labeled as the koozie. But by the 90s, they moved to those really fucking difficult to hold. Like, you got to put your monster claw around them unless you have huge hands oh hold on let me um, describe the material because i know koozies. what you're talking about it's what you put your boat keys on the keychain that you put your boat key on it's that foam material I was gonna say, those, I are, those. those are great for like water environments specifically. <laughs> yeah no they are yeah they'll, they'll float anything they'll float you yeah. <laughs> like they're a life preserver <laughs> yeah i mean those things are so big right like if you've ever tried to pick up a beer with one of those around it, it's like the beer is, yeah, yeah. You're like holding the koozie out here. You barely fit your hand around. You have it. to drink like Frank's favorite president drinks a fucking cup of water with both hands. And just, they don't collapse and they're like nice and bulky to store. They are. They are neat. Um, they're actually structurally sound. But, you can prop up a house with them if you use them correctly. Quite quite uncomfortable <laughs> to drink with is what I'll say. Um. <laughs> The the it, it, the foam is just too thick, and I'm sure you can make it. Well, they do make it thinner, so yeah. um, they fixed it. In any case, so um, it's actually only recently that the koozie story kind of becomes super interesting because in 2001, the RCC Corporation, right, Radio Cap Corp, um, ended up not renewing their trademark on the name. Can we can we get a little what? Uh, hold on, like, I got something what? for that. Hold on, I got a... Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> this is as close as I yeah. got in network. That's right. So, uh, apparently, there's a website by the name of Custom Koozies that has been looking at this trademark to refile this trademark as soon as it lapses. And by God, they did. So... <laughs> They. I thought you're still they, one drops. I'm sorry. No, so, no, that was a good drop. I should have waited. Um, so they uh, refiled the trademark for the koozie name, and uh, they've been in a legal battle for the koozie name for a very long time. Now it's this is 2001, so for 20 years they've been fighting over this name. Um, the that kind of unique the unique thing here is whoever filed for the koozie name first didn't file for all representations of the koozie name trademarked. So Bic Corporation, your penmanship folks, filed for the all caps version of koozie. Oh shit, <laughs> snuck one in on him, huh? Hit him with koozie a knuckleball. Koozie is an acronym. Yeah, you didn't oh, think yeah. about koozie as an acronym, Damn, motherfuckers. Son, where'd you find this? <laughs> yeah, I, I hit him with a knuckleball copyright infringement, bitch. Exactly. And, and who's suing Bic, right? I'm sure RCC and Custom Koozie combined can't sue that bitch. <laughs> so, 
So if you ever dare write koozie in all caps like a madman, you better know who's <laughs> coming after you. You're, you're infringing on the big bit corporation. Big pins um, coming at me. Big. <laughs> big, big, big gel rollerball is coming after your ass. So, um, finally, when it comes to koozies, right, a lot of people have wondered whether or not they're effective. I now, know I have. If you drink beer, you know that they have some effect, right? Mm-hmm. But it's never been there's never been a, a formal study put around how long does this beer in this environment without a koozie get cold or get warm versus, you know, one with a koozie. So the mad scientists at the University of Washington in 2013, okay, like <laughs> they could have been running the scam. Big Koozie could have been railing people for 33 years. Little do you know, Bic shut down several studies over the last 20 years. I yeah, funding. they've been railing against administrative. Oh, I'd really hate to see that scholarship go away. University yeah. of Yale. Okay. Yeah. But Big Bic no. is leaving town. Yeah, I'd really hate to see all of your fucking pins that you give out to all of your registrants. Uh, they hate to see those go away. You know what I mean? So maybe you throw that study away, (laughs) right? 2013, this study comes out and uh, they, they put the study together to see if it actually works. And um, it did work. So the, the funniest part of the study is that it got funding from the national center for atmospheric research, which makes sense. um, And the national science foundation, which also makes sense. But uh, it's a koozie study, people. We could have done this at home. No funding needed. I've seen several <laughs> on YouTube. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it pre-2013? Uh, no, actually it wasn't. They was shot in, in 1080p, so I'm going to assume late. that it was... They're late. Yeah. They're late. They're trying to prove something that's been proven. How fucking lame is that? Well, I guess it's peer reviewing maybe in, in a certain way. Um, in any case, they did get published in Physics Today. Can we get... That's a drop. That's a drop. Uh, hold on. I got something for this. That's Villem doing do-do-do's. That's right. It's sick. F- physics today. Okay. <laughs> big, big time. Um, and they did They did end up concluding that fu- uh, koozies do uh, prevent cans from warming up. Now, this is the part where I ask the audience a question. I'm, uh, hold on. Let me get Which, them all together. Come on. Everybody... Okay. I'm waving them up. Which component of the process do you think actually helps the koozie keep the can cold? What do you mean component? I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Of the heating, the warming up process, right? So, like, several things happen when you're warming things up, right? What what part of that process is the koozie suppressing to... Um, I I, if I just ask you, why does the koozie work? That's a bit broad. I want to kind of lead you towards some version of an answer that might be accurate. Cause why koozie work is not just because it's insulating, but isn't actually it. So there's a part, there's a part of the warming up process that it, it slows down got it. to keep things warm. Right, ready? Or, or I have an answer. Ooh, 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 Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter, Michael Scott. Uh, also, anyway, you know what? Uh, it's reducing the contact area to the atmosphere with the can itself. Okay, close, but 
Not exactly right. I'm, I'm basically just trying to over say to Tulsa the koozie. In reality, uh, uh, is slowing the exchange of heat. Ooh, good answer. Good answer. Yes. Okay. So the, these two combined is the right answer. Well, we, that's what we so, did. Willem and I both knew the answer, but we wanted to split it up into two parts. So that no, we, hold on, hold on, hold on, the, hold on for the audience. Combined, it's the answer, but it's still not exactly what's happening. So in theory, it's what's going on. But what it does is it reduces the, 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 I guess, rapidity or rapidness of the condensation forming on the outside of the can. That condensation heating up and then having to cool that condensation back down again, right? So it's like that process is thermal and it, it quickly, whereas if you don't have it, you know, or slow that process down, you you end up keeping it cold. Which really cool. So basically, what that's both koozies. of us said, we were correct. Uh, but okay, so okay, that that's your that's that's koozies, right? Is that what you just that's said? That's koozies. Okay. <clears throat> did in your research, did you find any? Okay, so it, here's my understanding, and one of the reasons that I brought this up because I wanted to get to the bottom of it. I have heard in the beer industry, especially where koozies are prevalent, and I've got fucking buckets full of koozies that are given away as promotional things. Some people, some people, somebody once told me that the word koozie was copywritten and you have to refer to drink coolers as something else. You can't refer to them as koozies. And this was like within the last year this has happened. Yeah, so so I... From what... but well, I covered the copyright part. Yeah, but from what you said was... It's still open. It's like, a trademark. It's not a copyright. Uh, yeah, so it is a registered trademark. Okay. It is up for debate who owns the, the trademark, but it's it's 100% between two parties. It's not like but see, and then, me said IBM can just come in and go, here's the revolutionary koozie. And everybody's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh, fuck, I guess he's got it now. It's not, there's not a Kleenex or dumpster delineation for the name, correct? No, uh, what do you mean? Okay, so uh, Johnson and Johnson owns the name Kleenex. That's why yes, other brands have to correct. refer to it as a facial tissue. The Dumpster yes. Corporation, I think there's some parent company, owns the word dumpster. That's why you okay. have to have rolling trash bin or trash receptacle or so whatever the fuck else other name is used out there. Yeah. And when you refer to them in writing as uh, Kleenex or dumpster, they have to be those brands. Otherwise, it is misrepresentation of the product. And that's more of what my experience is with the word koozie. We have to refer to them unless they're made by a specific company or some. I don't know. That's that's the part that I'd never understand. It's true. As a big corporation, that's true. As a journalist and as as a person in general, right? Like, you've got to think about this. The koozie corporation, XYZ, custom koozies or RCC. Right. Their trademark enforcement team is only going to do it if they can actually get something for it right so it's you, you you have to prove that you're enforcing your trademark but you don't have to prove every single instance of infringement enforcement so if you hear someone go well you can't call this a drink koozie you've got to call it a drink sleeve or something right because they're printing fifty thousand of them yeah you can't call it a koozie if you're as a bachelor uh you know for your bachelor party or whatever printing five koozies you can call that a koozie you're pretty safe right um so it's a trademark 
if if now there is the opposite side. If you don't enforce a trademark, it has no and value. there's proof of infringement, it has no value. Right. So um, they they are very selective in how they're going to enforce it. But koozie is Kleenex is trash can or dumpster. whatever yeah. or dumpster. Um, you you cannot as a big corporation call that a koozie because it is owned by currently up for debate between two parties (laughs) and most of the time like you're well not most of the time some of the time you're not producing the product that keeps a beverage cold uh from the koozie corporate the rcc or bic exactly but they're they're gonna call it a drink sleeve or or something like that right like i want to call it beer i want to call it a what is it a chubby huggy or whatever the fuck it is oh i think a stubby uh stubby holder would be a much more like <clears throat> it's more. I don't know. It's a funny name for it, right? Yeah, it's funny. Difference. A sad part there is Frank had to burst bubble, but there is the Tubby Corporation that makes Tubby glassware, uh, and I feel like mm. they would hit you with the cease and desist because it's confusing, misleading, and in the same vein as their product. Well, I don't really know. I, I'm not going. Yeah, into we're not the getting into copyright, but you know what, soon. Frank. Thank you so much for digging in deep on koozies. That's the deep dive on koozies, folks. And oh, hold, on, um, hold on, we're going to pause so I can. It's a good question. It was a good question. We're going to pause here so I can put in the sound that I'm not going to put in. Okay, good deal. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm glad that you appreciated that, and uh, <laughs> also how y'all respected me asking everybody for quiet for something I was clearly not going to fucking put in. I'm not, all right. Did it early. So, Vill- Villem, that's your first deep dive. It's it's up it's up to the Tulsa clan now. Uh, keep or delete the bit. Keep. That was very nice. Right. Keep. All right. <clears throat> I just well, like I like how Brian, Brian's Brian's vote last week wasn't going to count because he had to sit through like a thirty minute explanation on batteries. But so. you know what? I <laughs> didn't care fun. because it was good. I was like, shit, I didn't know that. And then we learned about fucking lithium polymer, which I have heard that term several times over the last week. And as a matter of fact, it popped up in my fucking Google search, which means I'm being listened to. <sighs> Only explanation. I'm glad someone's listening to me. You know what I mean? I'd rather it be right. big government. What? Ooh. What? Yeah, maybe what? marry big government what? then. Why don't you love it so much? I haven't had time to talk to my wife. <laughs> I wish I had time to <laughs> sit and talk with her. I'm talking to you guys instead of talking to her right now. This is, this is the, the only time I'm awake. Damn. Is this a guilt trip? Damn. Yeah, you should feel guilty, motherfuckers. Taken away from my family. My family. All right. So um, with all that being said, I will 100% say... Uh, the art car that I had. Yes, it's going to be my last beer for the night. Um, it's it it just hits the palate in such a way. Have uh, you all? It's really good, and it's only it's only well. No, I say only. This is a seven point one. I was okay. going to say I thought it was it's over. <laughs> I thought it was well over six. I didn't realize it was over. No, seven. I, I I'm recalling the Grito. The Grito is only like three and a half or four. Four seven. It's not. It's a normal beer. No, it's I think it's four one. But any any case, the Grito is normal. Apparently, art car can go crazy. Uh, guys, I wanted to share the beer that I'm drinking right now, and then I'll I'll show you the last beer that I'm drinking. I'll drink while I edit this wonderful podcast this evening. Um, I'm drinking a beer from New Belgium. It's called Dominga. Uh, it's visually pleasing. It's got that matte finish on the can. Mm. It is a mimosa sour. 
And mm. when I say it's fucking amazing, it's fucking amazing. It is really, really good. It's not. That's the thing. It's like as sour as a Prosecco. That, okay. It's that level of like tart. It's not sour. It's 6% alcohol, and it is a sour ale with calamansi fruit and natural fruit flavors. I don't know what the fuck calamansi is, and yes, I don't even know that I'm pronouncing it correctly. Listeners will tell you. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm being told. Yep. I'm being told it's calamansi. It's calamansi fruit. Um, that can't be right. Uh, but it's really good, and it's seasonal. So if you have New Belgium in your area and you want to give it a shot, buy it now because it may not be around in the fall. Uh, it's well, very, very tasty. Sounds good. And it was only seven ninety nine a six-pack. Oh, Ooh. fuck. Yeah. I, just, I just sweated on my keyboard. If only uh-huh. there was a way that I could keep sweat from dripping off of, and I turned my captions on on accident. Fuck me. Hold on. Let me turn that off. If only there was a way to keep sweat or condensation uh, away from the atmosphere uh, of my glass. Frank. Frank, this is where you come in. It's called a koozie. Thank you. There it is. Sorry. Are you guys going to start an ASMR podcast where you just whisper about beer? Hold on. Let me. We can. We can do that. I thought that's just called uh, N- N- NPR in the afternoon. <laughs> are, you guys, are you guys ready to learn about beer? If you know what I mean. Hold on. Let me, I'm going to rub my nose on the microphone. Hold on, let me. Oh. Brian actually has a much more successful sidecast. Oh. <laughs> it's <is> called <laughs> ASMR to sleep with Brian. <laughs> that looks really good. Did you hear Brian's side? You guys are you guys are dicks. Oh, it's called eat my asthma. <laughs> <laughs> fucks. Who said that? Which one of you assholes said that? Eat my asthma. I don't want to put that out there because then the people who want me to start an OnlyFans are going to fucking come out of the woodwork and it's going to be, it's not, it's not what we need in this world. We need less of that. More, more Frank's deep dives is what we need. <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I, let me, I'm, I'm checking my, uh, <clears throat> I've now just called it my, my Parker pad. It's a notepad of shit that I capture throughout the week to make sure I don't miss anything. Oh, real quick, y'all, y'all might get a kick out of this. Uh, <clears throat> do y'all know what Phoenix Rising FC is? I mean, I'm sure you could probably tell by the FC designation. Mm-hmm. So they're it's a in, football club. Yeah, they're... <clears throat> thank you. They're a uh, USL uh, football club based out of Phoenix, Arizona. What? They had a bit of an issue a uh, couple... Like about a month ago where a homophobic slur was yelled by one of their players at a player from San Diego's USL team soccer team that we're talking about, obviously. Right. And, uh, wasn't handled the best. And, uh, everybody kind of came, came clean and was like, Hey, you know, we could have done a better job. We're learning. We're going to do a better job moving forward. And one of the things that they are doing out of it is they're doing a lot of, uh, like pride, pride awareness. They're having an LGBTQ plus night um, at their uh, at their facility. Uh, the captain's armband is in a rainbow, and uh, they're 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 trying to do their best they can to uh, 
to uh, be forever proud. Okay, that's their hashtag. Yep. Um, so <laughs> when they posted that picture that I just kind of flashed to you guys, uh, their Twitter handle uh, posted it as saying "No other choice for Captain." Hashtag Rising is one hashtag or at Asante Twenty Magic, which is the person who is their captain. <clears throat> They had the best response to a fucking Twitter troll I have ever seen in my life. This person right. this person tweeted back at this account after that post. Very innocuous post, by the way. Uh, and the Twitter user said, when is straight pride night? All they said, just when is straight pride night? Very quickly and embarrassingly quickly. Like embarrassing for the person who tweeted that just now. Uh Phoenix Rising FC on Twitter responded, we'll let you know when we have an asshole night and we can honor you at halftime. <laughs> I mean, nailed so, him so quick. And they gained a follower from at MBLB beer on uh, Twitter. I, yeah, I assume, that's worth it. That's good shit. Uh, dude, and people, the San Diego loyal, the other USL team that was involved with the incident, just straight said, love this. <laughs> the The number of people that have, have uh, followed them is insane for a fucking USL team. Like, it's they have so, like 5,000 people in the stands and 50,000 Twitter followers right now. Well, that's awesome. It's great. So, you know, what's what's kind of uh, it's so that's the second. Did that just happen? Uh, this happened at the end of April, April 30th. That happened. Okay. So, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, like, I'll bring up another incident that happened yesterday where um, so it was PSG playing uh, uh, who the hell did they play yesterday? Man City. Man City. Man City. That's right. Um, So they played Man City yesterday and the announcer um, when Angel Di Maria got sent off just off the cuff came out and he was like Yep, that's that Latino temper getting to him, and that's why he got sent off. And didn't even think much about it. Mm-hmm. He didn't apologize afterwards. And I was, I was offended. I'm not Latino, and I'm not even like, I'm offended because you drew a comparison to an entire culture based on one person's behavior, right? Like whether or not Latinos say to each other you know you know we've got tempers whatnot i i have an entire half of my family that's latino that conversation happens all the time but it is not your right to ascribe an entire trait to a culture just because haha shits and giggles um when something happens and yes the guy apologized he should have apologized he apologized twice but this is the type of shit that, you know, and, and I'm going to call him that, the, the sort of colonizing attitude has perpetuated in every culture, right? So it's like... You can, just, if, you can, you can say that is a prime example of white supremacy because what it is it is, is saying that someone else's culture is less than d- because it's different. It's not the case. Exactly. And, and, the, way, the way one culture it, behaves in a situation within their culture is not... Any, it shouldn't be seen any different than someone going, flipping the bird at a ca- taxi cab in New York City when they get cut off, as it is. Yeah, I mean, they- so, 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 would what would we think, right? If if someone said that's that 
white male school shooting attitude. Exactly. I'm right? like, like, that's pretty accurate, actually. It's, uh, <coughs> it's uncomfortably accurate, that statement. But it's so, also... So, in my mind, it's like, what, what are you trying to do here? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I, anyways, I got heated. I was not happy with that. And it, it, the fact that it was broadcast to so many people and just so many people tried to defend it, but they didn't see why it was wrong. Like, yeah, the, the statement Latinos have, you know, emotional attitudes while you might think that, right? And you might discuss that or even Latinos amongst themselves. And by the way, using the term Latino in broad senses is offensive. So when you're talking about like a person from Argentina, they see in Argentina, they see themselves as closer to like Spanish culture than they do Central American culture. So like, it's just, you call people by the country. So Angel Di Maria is from Argentina, you know? He got heated. There's no sort of like Argentinians get heated discussion here, right? <laughs> like, what are, what are you doing? I like, think it's just, Willem's, it makes no fucking sense. Willem's favorite player in in European football is from Argentina, correct? Uh, he's from Uruguay. Oh, Uruguay. Okay. See, I, I asked before I made an ass of myself. That, that typical Afrikaner temper. That would work, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would work. We we all know how Uruguayans get chomping at the bit to really express their emotions. But if what the fuck it, are you talking about? Just because Willem's favorite athlete on the planet bit somebody in a fucking world competition, and he happens to be from Uruguay, is not indicative of an entire group of people. It's not. Yeah, the Uruguay the Uruguayan cap, uh, cannibals, as we call them. Um, mm. It no, it's, Willem is the only one who calls them that. I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, dis- oh, I, don't no, I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 insane, right? Like, if if that let's say Mason Mount today, right, got sent off, red carded, stomped his boot on someone's foot. Oh, it's that okay. Gen Z attitude. <laughs> let's say no, no, it would have been. Oh, yeah. oh man, he just got heated. He's playing with uh, this all his heart. Moment. Yeah, he's playing hard. This is a tough game. It, it would never be ascribed to the fact that he's from some trash town in the UK. Right, he's it's not. never going to be ascribed to that. No, and that's like, offensive. Like that's why it's offensive. I agree. I one thousand percent agree. I wanted to make a joke about Espelacueta today, and a comment that the commentator made. I'm not going to do it because you're you're absolutely correct. Like it, it's it, things like that are. I, I'm going to speak out of turn for myself, but I'm going to. Uh, uh, break down the barrier between fucking white culture and other cultures around the world, but those are microaggressions. That's shit that yeah. happens every single day that people of our race uh, see as like, well, we're just describing what we see, or we're just saying it how they say it, or we're just doing X, Y, and Z. That in the end is describing an entire culture of people uh, based on their skin, their the way they behave, or where they were born, based on like it, it, it just, it just negative shit, based on all those things, and it's not. But let's, it doesn't have to. Be. Let's be very clear, right? Negative connotation here matters. If mm-hmm. you end up saying right, Nigerian parents are really strict about education. Okay, that is what it is. The culture that is not a negative connotation. That's like describing people's behavior in a in a very positive manner right like you're 
you've got to understand that your defense to this cannot be um uh why can't we say latino temperament and then also say uh you know asians are good at math or whatever you know like god damn who 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 no no hold on I'm, I'm not who concerned. is going to get heated about the fact that someone says you know boy they're really good at driving you know like no one's going to get offended by it. that's not an offensive statement right you've got to understand you're, you're, that your context here really fucking matters like you're, it's you're, not you're simply describing the like the, the positive negative <clears throat> connotation yes uh, yeah and it matters it yeah. matters deeply <laughs> Well, and it does when people say Americans are Americans are good at basketball. Well, yeah, we play basketball. Like, what are you? I not, like. I come from a, not uh, offensive. <clears throat> I come from an area where racism is uh, just flippant, where it's described as uh, in in ways that we just talked about. Like, oh, well, what do you expect? Latinos get heated, so of course they got arrested after. Like, whoa, 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 what the fuck are you talking about? Like, are you talking about, you mean that your trailer park brawl that you had out in the park wasn't a fucking a heated, <laughs> like, mistake, asshole? Is that what you're talking about? Like, it's, exactly. it, you're... How, mm. how many of these mouth breather, breathers have, like, Saturday night meth shootouts in the trailer park? A lot. But at the same time, like, I, I, I what I, the point I was trying to make is, when people say something that is seen as innocuous, I, like, and, and people who are racially blind as to what they're what they're saying uh they're like well i didn't mean anything by it i'm like i have references to racist open avowed racist who said the exact same thing in the in a very similar context as you who absolutely meant everything by it and those in yeah. those situations and i know y'all have exposure to people who have fucking a, a fucking hardcore stance on those things that have said similar things as translated across and like we can identify like hey i know you might not have meant that but this is an edge like we have time here to educate you as to why you need to not say that because i know you didn't mean anything by it however this is how it me this is how someone else feels about it and all and by someone else i mean the fucking racist in the trailer park who has meth shootouts on saturday night feels the exact same way or it says the exact same thing but feels very different. Change the way you're talking about things. Change the way you're thinking about things. And fucking listen to Nobody Left Behind. Honestly, that's that's really my closing argument. Yeah, there. your honor. Yeah, I rest just, my case. you know, when 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 you say something like that, and someone says, "Hey, don't do that," you make a choice at that point, and that point is either you're going to listen and try to educate yourself and not do it. Right. Or, you know, apologize the next time that you catch yourself doing it. And that's what this guy did. So I, I give I give the CBS commentator a lot of credit. He apologized profusely, then apologized via Twitter. I still think CP, CBS should have some version of a couple match ban for commentary or whatever. You yeah. can't just say that shit off the cuff in front of, in front of 300 million people no, and not have a consequence. If you're saying in front of 300 million people, you're saying in front of three people, 10 people and 30 people. Yeah. And, and it's, it's rampant up. in British. It's rampant in British soccer announcing. Like if you, if you look at the way that they announce players that aren't white and how they describe behavior and describe actions, it's overtly racist. Um, yeah. And and should should be dealt with. It doesn't get dealt with in the UK because they see they're well. Um, they also don't have a 
a long-standing tradition of racism and slavery within the borders of the United Kingdom. Yeah, so they, they sort of see themselves as already non-racist, which they are not. But, They're not. Um, yeah, so it's it's good. Like, what happened was sad. It, it ended up being dealt with pretty well. Um, we'll see what CBS ends up doing. But um, in the end, it was a good lesson for, I think, a lot of folks. Hopefully some of them took it. I know a lot of them didn't. They were like... Well, this is just what we do. We we describe Italians as emotional. And have you ever thought why you do that? Like, yeah. have you ever thought why that exists as the colonizer? Like, have you ever thought about that? No, you didn't. No. You just think it's okay. Of okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, I don't know. I, uh, I know it's getting late. Frank, do you have anything else you want to add to this this cast? Uh, that's it. Okay. Well. I've had a blast um, talking with each of you. I'm going to end with this real quick while I... You guys know what this is? Blue is the color. Football is the game. Oh, Chelsea's fight song. God damn it. So as shitty as that song is, and it is fucking atrocious. It's a good song. It's, it's a good song. It's lit, blue is the color is Dude. the name of the song. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I want to. I wanted to, uh, before I. This before is I, something that needs to be able to be sang by like a hundred thousand people in a stadium. It holds like <laughs> it's it gonna just, be blue is the color. <laughs> Stamford Bridge holds like fifty six thousand, but I agree. So the, what's fun about that song is it was performed by the 1970s Chelsea team who went to went on, go on and win the Premier League. It was sang by them anyway. Uh, so they awesome. had to they had to really dumb down the lyrics because these motherfuckers could not sing. So, uh, but yeah, no Chelsea going to the finals in the Champions League. Wah, 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 wah. Oh baby, I'm so excited. Uh, anyway, I wanted to throw that out there. You, you guys drag. deserve it, man. I mean, you guys had that transfer ban that killed you. You had uh, a lot of financial baggage that Mourinho left you guys with three years ago. So it's it's earned. You put a bunch of kind of young kids into the system, Dude, put I them think through the system. The average age of the Chelsea football player is like 23 years old, 24 years old. So young. Yeah, no, it's... It's very good. So um, there's a lot of young teams coming up in Europe. You guys started this system first from a like rebuild perspective. Yep. And you're reaping the rewards because what, what you saw today from Real Madrid was a slow team that couldn't keep up, that is past its prime, that will need to reload. And um, I don't I don't know that you're not going to see the same thing from Man City, man. It. Saturday will be 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 a lot. Yeah, S- Saturday is going to be interesting. It will. Uh, yep, I I'm I'm stoked. I just wanted a little humble brag on that shit as we close out this episode. Uh, thank you all for joining us this week and every week on No Beer Left Behind. Uh, if you feel inclined, please leave us a review over on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. If they le- if they have the ability to leave a review, five stars only, please. Uh, be sure to tell some friends, family, uh, countrymen, everybody, uh, of the greatness of No Beer Left Behind. Be sure to check us out over on Twitter, Instagram, at No Beer Left Cast. Uh, if you have some suggestions that you want to send old school email style at or uh, no beer left behind cast at gmail.com. 
Uh, that's our email address for Brian here in North Texas as I'm sipping on a stovepipe of Devil's Backbone from Real Ale. That's 19.2 ounces of 8% beautiful triple in a can. Until next time, I'm out. Later, y'all. Thank you for listening for Villa in Tulsa. Whoa. That was rather rapid. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, thanks everyone for joining. Uh, this was a great cast. If you do happen to be buying sod at your local sod supplier, please do use the NBLB code. Um, at the very least, they're going to ask you what the fuck. I'm out. Beep.